بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الحمد لله with the blessing of Allah سبحانه وتعالى every single one of us has reached the blessed month of Ramadan and we have spent the last couple of days and the last couple of nights getting ourselves accustomed to the change that we are making in our lives Ramadan is characterized by two main things we know that during the day we spend it fasting staying away from things that will break our fast and in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when night time comes, we stand up and we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in At-Taraweeh. What I want us to do from now on, my brothers and sisters, is that we take these practices that we do in the month of Ramadan and make sure that they don't only stay in the month of Ramadan. Ramadan is a picture into what you and I can become, the best versions of ourselves when it comes to worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the fact that the night prayer during the month of Ramadan, it is something that we know it as the character of the month of Ramadan. Every single one of us, we always look forward to what are we going to do between Isha and Fajr during the month of Ramadan? What masjid are we going to go to? Which recitations of the Quran are we going to listen to? And which imam or which center are we going to pray at? Which masjids are we going to pray at? My brothers and sisters, Qiyamul Layl, it should be a staple of every single one of our lives. The Prophet ﷺ, we know that from the second command that came to him from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he states, Ya ayyuhal muzzammil qumil layla illa qalila, when he commanded the Prophet ﷺ to stand for majority of the night, except for a little portion of it that he uses to rest, and this was in the beginning of the message, the Prophet ﷺ continued to pray the night prayer to the point when one of the students of Aisha radiallahu anha came to her and asked her, how was the Prophet ﷺ with Qiyam al-Layl? And she responded, she says, Ya Abdullah, or the son of Abdullah, do not leave off the night prayer. Because the Prophet ﷺ never left off the night prayer. And she informed him that when the Prophet ﷺ would be sick, that he would be praying the Salah sitting down, or he would be praying it laying down. So in whatever state that the Prophet ﷺ found himself in for the next 23 years, from the beginning of the message, he would pray Qiyamul Layl. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, he says that when the message was first revealed, every single companion made it their obligation to pray Qiyamul Layl. And when the five prayers were made wajib upon them, and it was made fard upon them, they began to pray the five daily prayers, and some of them made it easier on themselves when it came to how much they used to worship during the night. One day a guest came to the house of Abu Hurairah and he wanted to see how Abu Hurairah would spend his night time. And Abu Hurairah, we know him. He is a great companion of the Prophet And the guest that went to be with him, he describes how he spent the night. He says that while I was in the house of Abu Hurairah, the nights were split into three parts. My brothers and sisters, these three parts were a third of the night, then the second third of the night, and the last third of the night. So how, what would he be doing in these times? We know that Abu Hurairah he lived with his wife and he lived with his servant. So what he would do in the beginning of the third, one of them would be praying the night prayer. One of them would be praying Qiyamul Layl. Then that person would go to sleep and then they would wake up another. So then this middle third of the night, someone would be praying Qiyamul Layl. Then when they were finished with this third of the night, 
Abu Huraira would be awoken and he would pray the rest of the night, the last third of the night, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Qiyamul Layl. This is how Abu Huraira, a companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, how his house was during the night, not just during the month of Ramadan, but during every single night of their lives. Because they knew the importance of Qiyamul Layl. The Prophet ﷺ, he tells us that the greatest, the most virtuous prayer after the five daily prayers, it is Qiyamul Layl. So my brothers and sisters, this is something that we need to bring into our lives. It is something that not only we pray Taraweeh during the month of Ramadan and we forget it for an entire year, but that we come back and we tell ourselves that this Ramadan that we are in, it is going to be the one that allows us to continue praying the night prayer every single night the rest of our lives. Because this is the sunnah of the believer. The Prophet ﷺ, he informs us that this was the way of the righteous people before us, that they would be standing during the night. Do you know that the people of Jannah, when they're speaking to one another about how they attained this glad tidings of Jannah, may Allah make you and I from amongst them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the conversation that they have between one another. And they say to one another, that during the night, there was only like majority of it was spent in ibadah and a portion of it was spent in sleeping or getting their rest and so on. So Qiyamul Layl, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it something that is virtuous, something that through it our ranks are going to be elevated. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, like we said, for 23 years, he never left off praying the Qiyamul Layl. And if we truly compare the way that we pray Qiyamul Layl to the way that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would, we would realize that not a single person would be able to do what he did, how he would spend majority of his night. We know, we all know the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha, where she asks the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, why do you stand and pray during the night while your feet have become swollen or why your feet have cracked? While Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven you for the sins of the past and he's forgiven you for the sins of the future, why are you doing all of these things? And the Prophet ﷺ, he responds and he says, Shall I not be a, a thankful servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So the Prophet ﷺ, he's showing his thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by engaging in the night prayer, by standing during the night and praying and dedicating this portion, this darkness of the night so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can bestow his mercy upon him and he can show it as a sign of thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet ﷺ, when he arrived in Medina, one of the first advice that he gives to the people, it is in the famous hadith of Abdullah ibn Salam, who was a Yahudi at the time, and after hearing these words and seeing the Prophet ﷺ, he embraces Islam. He goes and he wanted to see if this man that the people are rushing towards is the same man that was in their books. So he goes and he draws near to him. And he says, when I looked at his face, I noticed that his face is not a face of a liar. And then when he heard the speech that would come out of him, and this is what he said, the Prophet sallallahu he said, Ya ayyuhal nas, afshu salam wa atimu ta'am wa sallu bil-layli wa nasu niyam tadkhulu jannata rabbikum bisalam. The Prophet sallallahu he said, O mankind, give one another salam, spread the peace amongst one another. When you meet somebody, give him the salams, greet him with it. Whether you know that person or not, greet him with the salam. Then feed those that have the right to be fed. Fulfill this right that Allah has put upon you. And then finally, pray during the night while the people are sleeping so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can allow you to enter his garden in peace. My brothers and sisters, 
This was an advice that the people of Medina received well. And if you were to travel during the time of the Prophet and the companions and those that came afterwards, if you are to go and look at their houses during the night, you are going to find them in ibadah, in worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, standing during the night and crying out to their Lord. And then, if you really want to see who these people are, look around at the people that you meet for the first time. And you begin to tell yourself, Wallahi, I love this person. And you don't know what is drawing you near to them. Sa'id ibn Musayyib, rahimahullah, who was a great tabi'i, he says that those that pray during the night, those that perform tahajjud during the night, in the darkness of the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala engulfs him with his light during the day and with his love so that every single person from the believers love them. To the point where when one person goes and meets them and this is the first time, they say, Wallahi, I love this person and I don't know why. Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah, he says that the people that pray tahajjud during the night, that pray qiyam al-layl during the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because they have went in privacy in the darkness in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, during the day he blesses them with his nur, he engulfs them with the light, and all you see on their face is them brimming with lightness, with brightness, and you are drawn to them, my brothers and sisters. These are just some of the blessings that you're going to receive in the dunya. When it comes to the akhirah, the Qiyamul Layl that you are praying, whatever deficiencies you might have had in your ibadah, you might have had in your normal salawat, in your five daily prayers, this salah is going to come and elevate you. We know that the Prophet وسلم, he mentioned to us that the first thing a person is going to be asked about on the Day of Judgment is his salah. So if his salah is correct, everything else that follows after is going to be correct. But if his salah is corrupted, then everything else that comes after is going to be corrupted. In order for you and I to protect, to perfect our prayers, we need to ensure that we are praying regularly and constantly. And the way to do that is to increase beyond the five daily prayers that you and I pray. It needs to become all of the sunan and also the qiyam al-layl that we are incorporating in our lives. And Ramadan provides us an opportunity to be able to practice for 30 days. And why should you be praying for 30 days? My brothers and sisters, this is one of the easiest ways for you to be forgiven for all of your sins. The Prophet ﷺ, he says, and we're going to close on this. The Prophet ﷺ, he says, That whoever stands during the month of Ramadan with two conditions, that he has faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he has faith in that this action is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's hoping for the reward only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forgive him for all of his sins every single thing that he has done before Allah is going to forgive him and again my brothers and sisters this is an opportunity for all of our sins to be forgiven and for us to build habits that are going to benefit us in this dunya and also in the akhirah and remember that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said whoever prays during the night with the imam and he stays with him until he finishes it is as if he had prayed the entire night. So just by praying taraweeh every single night of Ramadan, it is going to be written with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you spent the entire nights of Ramadan standing in Qiyamul Layl. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our efforts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our shortcomings. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.